Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. WABC Traffic and Transit. GWB inbound, upper 5 to 10, lower doing okay. Outbound heavy, Lincoln inbound, okay. Outbound 20 to 30, Holland and Meadow, okay for the turnpike. 5 to 10 from Route 1 to 9, outbound 20 to 30 minute delays. No major problems on the rails or on the subways. All the side parking rules in effect. I'm Bob Brown with your 77 WABC Traffic and Transit update. Well, we're back, and uh, maybe before be, before I say anything, I, I talked to Joe Parisi today, president of Christides and D'Agostino. Malamars are back. <laughs> they were out of the stores for four months, four months, because Nabisco doesn't make Malamars on, on in the summertime. Wow. It goes back to the days of no air conditioning. <laughs> also, also, Frito-Lay, are they in trouble? They're not delivering enough Frito-Lays. Well, I'll talk about more about that in the next couple of days. And on the, on the phone with Was us. Was that breaking got, news, John? That's breaking news. <laughs> I tell it the way it is. Joe Ithia, Joe Ithia was in charge of economic development in the Bronx. He was in, he worked for Con Edison. Anything you want to know about the Bronx, you know who you go to? Joe Ithia. Joe Ithia. You go, knowledge about the Bronx, you go in the dictionary, knowledge about the Bronx, you know whose picture is there? Joe Ithia. Joe Ithia. Joe. What's going on with this darn uh, congestion pricing? Well, well, first let's let's do a little history first. Robert Moses uh, built that uh, cross Bronx. A lot of people were uh, left without homes and stuff. Later on, you had all these buildings that were abandoned uh, on the sidelines of the cross Bronx. Uh, in comes Freddie as borough president. We start pushing uh, at Koch. We have to take all those abandoned windows. They used to do these fake window shades with a flower pots so that people who drove up and down the Cross Bronx thought there were people living there. No, they were empty apartments. Thank God uh, money was allocated, and we have new housing, and we have renovated housing there. What happens? Increase of residents. And they built parks, uh, several, a couple of parks over the across Bronx. Now you have these trucks lined up, and that's the worst traffic jam. Two hour wait. I, I mean, that, that's York. the worst traffic jam I've ever seen. Both ways. Both ways. So now you have fumes going up, and they're going into where the park where the kids are playing, and the apartments where. People are now living, an additional number of people from back in the days when the Cross Bronx was put together, and now you're going to talk to us about congested pricing and the traffic that's going, because our people, and Bill said it uh, very well, uh, you got our folks who work 24-7. They work during the evening hours, day, whatever, 
people, and they're not going to travel down there in cars because they're not going to pay. They are taking the subway, the express bus, the bus, any which way you can. Now they do scooters and bicycles to get into the city from the borough of the Bronx. But now you have all of this asthma situation increases, and there has been many, many uh, yeah. tests going on. Uh, Why? Me and you know each other for 50 years. Why Why is Rebney, the real estate uh, board. board of New York, the big real estate mockers, uh, selling out to the, uh, to the MTA and saying, yeah, yeah, we're going to go along with congestion pricing? Why are they doing that? Well, you said it best, John, earlier about who's getting paid off here and who's getting the good, uh, better deals and stuff. Yeah, they're I mean, going to get a license to build 200 story buildings. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, what but if you have congestion pricing? Who's, Joe, who's going to Richard. Who's going to move into those buildings when they can't afford to drive in from the island, Westchester, Jersey, or Connecticut? And, Joe Ithier, just to inform our audience, this is the MTA's own studies that have said that the cross-Bronx congestion will actually get worse with congestion pricing. Well, of course so it you will. Know it's things at a standstill are, now. I, exactly, but you know things are bad when they couldn't even have their own studies say that and the what's traffic will be worse. Highway, uh, Peter King, your, your highway, named after you. What's going to happen John, there? John, this is very personal to me. I really have uh, <laughs> My whole family legacy is going to be undone. Joe Ithier, why is it always that the Bronx and the Brooklyn and everybody else gets screwed? Why Why are they always, we're always, I'm and from Staten the Bronx, Island. too. And wait, Staten Island. Island. wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's be fair. I am telling you, people who live above 60th Street, Manhattan, are going to be screwed, too. Let's be clear. Correct. Yeah, but really screwed Correct. is the Bronx, too. In Harlem, all El Barrio, yes. Washington yes. Heights, all that area up right. here. And by the way, and the congressman knows this uh, very well, you're crossing over from Long Island right. to go through where the cross Bronx to get on the George Washington Bridge yep. to keep going south to head to Florida or any uh, state on 95, you have that backup right there, and you're sitting in traffic for sometimes hours. And, and, uh, and New Jersey is screwed for bridge. sure. Well, well, what yep. did they call it before and it was shot down? It was about how to get money out of New Jerseyites. It was called commuter tax. Commuter tax. Oh. So they couldn't sell the commuter tax. So now... The nuclear politician, nuclear scientist politicians say, well, let's change it to a sexier name that sounds like we're going to help the environment. Commuter tax. Yeah, you're going to help the environment in Manhattan. What, does that mean no. the wind doesn't blow from the Bronx to Manhattan? That's a good point, John. Where did you get that? And from? let's be clear: this is Governor Hochul who's pushing this through. She could I'm stop this. I'm not pointing any fingers. I'm not pointing it's any fingers. I think all of Albany is underwater. But listen, gang, gang, listen, listen. You know one thing: John knows it well too. We had uh, companies that met with me when I was uh, uh, head of uh, Bronx overall economic, who left Pennsylvania, left New York. Because they wanted to come into Hunts Point because it was easier for them to bring their produce and other products into the city from Hunts Point and the Bronx than having to go back and forth on the cross Bronx. 
and on the George Washington Bridge. It was very expensive. Now you're going to put congestion pricing, and you know to deliver to your uh, Gristides or any place, you're going to put uh, trucks out, and when you come up with this new uh, 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 they, Joe, you're 100% right. You Joe, they are conning. It's crazy. They are conning the public. This is a con game because if my truck delivering to me pays $200 and they charge me $200 more, it's going to be the consumer. The, the poor and the middle class is going to end up paying. And, and they're not telling that. Listen, let's have a reality no. check. Number one. No, they're not saying that, and that's you've been saying it, uh, and all of you have been saying it over and over, that the person who gets hurt is that consumer who comes to shop because the prices will go up. And then you also have all these truck drivers who are stuck, you know, trying to get the delivery on time from one place to another, and it's become a hardship. And if you're sitting on the cross Bronx, for half an hour to an hour, that's money that the company is losing because they can't make, and you still have trucks delivering in the middle of the night, and you have traffic still there going on, and all the fumes are going up into the apartments. Of, Joe, uh, stay, on the, stay on the phone if you have a few more minutes. We got uh, Benny uh, Bosnio, uh, the president of the Corrections Officers uh, Benevolent Association, and I understand he is mad as hell and he can't take it anymore. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Benny, what's going on? Hey, John, how are you? Good. Hope everybody's doing well. We got Congressman King in the uh, in the studio. We have uh, uh, Richard Weinberg. We have uh, uh, Joe Ithy on the phone with us. We have Lydia. We can't do it without Lydia. <laughs> Dad, hey, tell us, what's wrong? Congressman King. Hey, Betty, well, you've you know, done a great job for so long. Congratulations. Thank, thank you so much. I really appreciate but that. But Benny, I mean, Benny, Benny Bassio, how much longer can your guys take this? I mean, they're leaving in mass because it's just the abuse that they're suffering at this point is just beyond ridiculous. So tell us what's going on at Rikers. Yeah, I mean, look, the city's jails remain in crisis because of eight years of the de Blasio's administration didn't, you know, invest in safe staffing levels. You know, our officers are abandoning ship at historic pace. You know, it, it's truly a shame of what we're dealing with. We've had 3,500 officers since 2019 basically leave due to resignations and retirements. And, I mean, just this year alone, since January, we've lost close to 600 officers for the same reason. Um, it, it seems like there's no end in sight. You know, the mayor tried to help us by putting an additional 600 officers in the budget. The city council, you know, Adrian Adams, they shot that down and didn't allow us to, to get the additional funding for the officers. We've had 1,100 officers assaulted, you know, in this year alone. And there's like 800 pending rearrest cases in the Bronx DA's office. So there's no consequences for inmate actions. And our officers are leaving the job in droves. I got officers with 15 years on the job with five years to go leaving because they can't do it anymore. This is, our, you know, we're in crisis right now. Benny, it's, uh, it's Judge Richard Weinberg. Let me tell you something. When the city council tries to put through legislation that says you cannot take these dangerous people out of general population, how are you supposed to control 
these violent people in corrections facilities. You're you're a hundred percent on point, and it's it's ironic that you say that, Judge, because I just received a call from the speaker today saying that Jamani Williams is putting through a bill to end punitive segregation in the city jails. It's going to go and trump the whole bill that Governor Hochul already put in place. So this, they have a super majority where they don't even have to put it to a vote. This is coming down the pipe, and there's nothing that we can do about it. Joe, if you, you live in the Bronx, I mean, are they, they going to put a jail across the street from your home? <laughs> we have some serious issues that are happening right now about some of the issues that they're trying to create for health uh, correction uh, uh, inmates and stuff. And the community is up in an uproar. There's been demonstrations over by Jacoby Hospital, and they're going to do something at North Central Bronx Hospital also. But also to uh, Danny's thing, we have a lot of correction officers who live in the borough of the Bronx, I know uh, uh, several of them, and they have said they can't take it anymore. And I have in the family uh, a niece who retired. She said, Joe, I can't take it anymore. It's gone crazy, and the city doesn't seem to care. Right, because there's a sense of I can do whatever I want. What do you? That's what happens when you have one party government. Well, or when you have like and the, the, super in charge with one party. Well, John, what do you always our say? Listeners, our listeners have to remember this. You better make a decision this November and vote, and make sure you know you, when you're voting, you have to say whom do I trust to keep us safe. And who do you care about more, the eight and a half million New Yorkers or the three thousand or so more criminals? You always violent say that, John. Criminals, violent, violent, violent criminals. criminals. And violent it's not an criminals who don't care. They don't care. These young people don't care. Have no respect for correction officers, for the police. They don't care because they're out in the street after they get arrested right away. Because the judges have yes. no discretion to hold in dangerous defendants. Ben, Benny Basio, no, is that is do you do you agree? Is that the sense that your uh, your guards are telling you in the prisons? In yeah, well, officers are are you know they they've had enough. They can't do it anymore. I mean, they're leaving in droves. The overtime. I have officers working a hundred and fifty hours a month of overtime. Wow. And, and God left. Like, we just That's had an officer pass away of an apparent heart attack. You know, let, let us so Officer Violet. Um, let his soul rest in peace uh, of an apparent heart attack. 51 years old just died on Friday on post. Well, why don't we do this? How about this? I'm an amateur lawyer. I mean, Judge Weinberg, you're a lawyer. And and, uh, Congressman King's a lawyer. Yeah. I mean, I'm just an amateur. Can't the can't the uh, uh, workers, uh, the union, the union or the workers workers start a class action suit against the politicians that are forcing that situation? Look, listen. We got uh, we got uh, Alan Dershowitz is could on they our maybe show s- tomorrow. Uh, let's ask. Could them. they maybe say that their civil rights are our being class violated? Action. Yeah. They're, they are. Yes. They, they are intentionally doing these laws, knowing putting their that, lives in danger. That his members are going to get hurt. That's right. They're putting somebody their lives has in to danger. Def- somebody has to defend his members, and if his members should do a class action suit against all the politicians for allowing it to happen. 
You're absolutely right, John. And I have my legal team looking into that particular thing right now once I got the word today that this is going to go through. It's almost like they they want to force us to leave the job so they so they can just we have to let the criminals out now because we have no more officers to to manage. Right. It's it's ridiculous. It, it is ridiculous. And Joe, if you to, to put, I mean, how many how many uh, jails are going to put in uh, in the speaker's uh, district? <laughs> no, good question, John. Very good question. Well, one of the. Uh, programs they want to put on is over at North Central, which is part of his district. So we'll see, but the community is going to be up in an uproar uh, once they hear all about that. So I'm kind of leaking some information uh, here on your program. <laughs> well, you think I think, I think the but community no should go in an uproar. John, I agree. Think about it like this. Think of this, right? The borough-based jails are going to cap out at 3,400 capacity. We already have close to 6,000 inmates in our custody. What are they going to do with the with the uh, overflow? overflow? That's why you have to keep Rikers alive. You have to keep Rikers alive. Another bad idea. They're going to let them out. That's what well, guys, we got to take a break, but I want you to stay angry because we're going to do something about it in September and October, and everybody better go out and vote. Better go out and vote. Amen. Amen. Okay, thank you guys. Let's take a break and we come back. Dr. Peter Michalos has new revelations. What the heck is going on?